Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. You've read his books. You see him on television. You follow him on social media. And you can listen to him talk about life and retirement right here, right now. He is Pat Struby, and this is Save Your Retirement, presented by Preservation Specialists. You might think the hard part is over now that you've spent all these years saving for retirement, but do you know how to turn that savings into income in retirement? And do you know just how much income you can withdraw without penalty from your retirement accounts? We're going to cover that today. We're so glad you're here with us. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And Pat, I know we have a great show lined up today, but I hope all is well with you this week. I'm good. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, Jen, I, I didn't tell you this before we started recording, but I'm recovering because it was Gabby's birthday oh. uh, recently. Yeah. So she just turned nine, uh, which is, oh, wow. you know, last single digits, yeah. number, a very big deal in the house. But we learned something from some neighbors that was kind of cool I wanted to share with you. I know your kids are a little older, but mm-hmm. um, instead of the full party, you know, spending hundreds or thousands of dollars at a place or having everyone come and destroy your home for an afternoon, <laughs> we did this thing. It was a school night. And so at 7 o'clock, we had, you know, the neighborhood kids come over for cake and ice cream uh-huh. and their parents brought them over. And then by like 745 they, they all went home. Oh my and gosh. now I will say the volume in the house, I don't think has ever been higher <laughs> with like 10 or 12, like seven to 10 year olds. That was something else. So anyway, it was a fascinating experiment. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think I gave it two thumbs up. Well, I congratulate you. Um, that sounds like a really smart way to do it because my oldest, and of course we all make all these mistakes with our first child, right? <laughs> it, we, yes. we did the ridiculously silly, expensive birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese when she oh, turned yeah. five. And sure. she recently was complaining about how she thought her siblings got better birthday parties than her. And I said, do you not remember your million dollar Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> birthday party? And she said, well, I remember going to a birthday party there once. That was that was for me. Oh, no. So I I like the way you're thinking. Let's make this simple. Let's make it brief. Let's not uh, worry too much about something they're going to forget in five minutes. <laughs> so, well that's, done. That's that's a great story. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's more funny now. It wasn't very funny at the time. I was oh, sure. annoyed, but you know that's <laughs> yeah that's how it goes with parenting, right? Say love It does but, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, Pat, always love it when you figure out a way to be smart and strategic in so many different areas, whether it's planning a child's birthday party or as we transition into talking about retirement, certainly one of those areas where we want to be just as smart, just as strategic. And you know, when you think about people getting ready to retire, some of the questions they have, have I saved enough? Will my money last? And another one to think about is how much can I withdraw from my retirement accounts? And I just wonder, how do we start to answer some of those questions? Yeah, that's where um, I've learned, Jen, that I have to remind myself, I've been doing this so long, that those are questions I'm always thinking about answering. And so when someone asks me, I say, oh, yeah, that's what everyone Hmm. else is thinking, too, right? That's literally in almost every first meeting, someone sits down (laughs) with one of our advisors, they're asking those questions. And and they're very smart questions to be asking. You know, I always talk about, you know, when I was writing my books, first and foremost, it comes back to defining your goals. What are you trying to accomplish? And those questions are very smart because for most people, the questions are, when can I retire? And how do I make sure I never run out of money? And so those all fit together. So it always comes back to figuring out what you're trying to accomplish, which is usually trying to estimate how much you're going to be spending in retirement, what age you want to retire at, and then backing into, you know, what type of resources do you have, you know, social security, pension, nest egg, things of that nature, and then kind of fitting those together. Now, how much can I withdraw from my retirement account? I know we're going to dig into that a little bit more, Jen, but that's a little more complicated because there's a lot of factors that go into that. 
Yeah, and and I do want to talk about that as far as figuring out how much we can withdraw. And I've really been looking forward to asking you about this because (laughs) uh, financial celebrity Dave Ramsey, whom we've all heard of, has stirred up some controversy among financial advisors and analysts. The headline of the article I found was actually really funny. It said, uh, Super Nerds Unite Against (laughs) Dave Ramsey's (laughs) Guidance. Uh, It just just really made me laugh. He claimed 8% is safe as long as conditions are right. And I hate to call you a super nerd, but I wondered if you were in part of that group who said, wait a minute, I don't I don't know about that. Oh, you didn't have to wonder, Jen. Just admit it. You knew I was <laughs> no, a super nerd. I knew it was you. I, I checked the byline to see if you'd written it, actually. You were probably looking for my photo in the article. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. So I, I'm so glad you asked this, Jen. I saw a headline about this. I read the article. I went and found the audio of Dave Ramsey. So let me, let, I need to do a little background here because Dave Ramsey does a lot of good things. Yeah. So um, I have led his financial freedom course at my church. I have spoken to dozens of people over my lifetime that have said he's changed their life helping them get out of debt. So I just want to say first, first of all, I have tremendous respect for some of the things that he does. Sure. Now, having said that, <laughs> um, it is shocking to me how irresponsible his retirement and investing advice can be. Wow. He will he will say very flippantly that it's easy to generate 12 or 13% a year returns. And the way he says it, you can tell he actually doesn't know what he's earning on his investments. He's mm. just kind of throwing a number out. And then when he actually tries to justify telling people that they can take 8% of their portfolio out, it's absolutely shocking. And when I wrote my first book, Save Your Retirement, one of the there's seven retirement villains. One of them is um, probably a horrible name, but it's Systematic Sammy. <laughs> and so, and he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And the wolf in sheep's clothing represents exactly what Dave is saying. He, they, he's saying, hey, if you're making 8 or 9 or 10%, you can systematically withdraw that out of your money. Hmm. And that's just not how the math works works. And it's very scary to be saying that because there are thousands or millions of people that trust Dave and his guidance. And I am, you know, I'm not over speaking by saying that there will probably be people that will go broke in retirement because of this advice. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's my first kind of statement I'll say. And I just, you know, before we dig into things more, I just want to mention that if you're listening right now and you're thinking, well, 8% sounds reasonable, or if you're wondering, well, how do you know how much you can take off your nest egg? Set a time to talk with one of our retirement planners. Call Mm -hmm. us at 803-9-RETIRE. We'll give you a retirement review at no cost and no obligation. And the first step is just making that call to 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And I wonder if we could, Pat, spend a few minutes talking a little bit about how might you talk to people about turning their savings into income and determining how much they could withdraw from their retirement accounts each year? Because there's a lot out there. Putting aside this most recent piece of advice, that we're talking about from Dave Ramsey, but you see all sorts of different rules of thumb. There's a lot of information out there. There is. And I like how you broke that down. So turning your savings into income and how much can you take? Mm -hmm. So the first thing is to think about, you know, where you're at in your investing stage of life. In my most recent book, uh, The Retirement Secret, I talk about the three phases of investing in your life. Um, The first phase being you know, when you're a ways away from retirement and you're just kind of investing for the long haul. So that might be when you're just starting to put money in your 401k. The third and final phase, of course, is after you retire. And then the second phase is the transition. So mm-hmm. what we're talking about now is you are at retirement and um, they've thrown you the party, you've got the gold watch or whatever. And <laughs> now you're trying to figure out how do I live off of that nest egg? So it's amazing to me, Jen, that this is fairly new information. People didn't think this way, you know, back, you know, 30 or 40 years Hmm. ago. So there was a gentleman named William Bangin in the 1990s. And he had this theory that they called it the 4% rule. And he said, uh, let's say you have a million dollars. And if we take 4% a year, uh, so 40,000 a year, and we can increase that for inflation throughout your retirement. And he calculated there was about a 95% chance of that working. Now, mm-hmm. the reason that percent isn't higher is because it's assumed you're investing in stocks and bonds. Okay. So if you have money in the markets, it's going to go up, it's going to go down. And as Dave Ramsey rightfully says, you might average 12% a year, but obviously you're not earning that every year and there's going to yeah, be some down right. years. And that's where the math becomes tricky. If you had your money sitting in a CD at 8%, that would be very different. So I, I want to make sure I make note of that. So the 4% rule was helpful. It was a nice baseline for us, Jen. But that's coming under fire over the years, not because of what Dave Ramsey is saying, that it should be higher. But actually, most of us super nerds are worried (laughs) that 4% is too much uh, because of stock market 
ups and downs being so wild. And because uh, most people are using bonds as their safe investment, and most people expect those to do much worse. So uh, there was a gentleman named Michael Finke that actually does a lot of analysis on these things. He actually estimated the failure rate of the 4% rule in some cases would go from 5% up to 50%, five zero. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's a, that's a huge, huge change in how much risk there is. So these are really important things for us to be talking about. And we one thing we want to make sure people are doing is they're going in with their retirement strategy with their eyes wide open so they know what type of risks they're taking. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about having a comprehensive retirement income strategy because we, we want to make sure that we are being smart about withdrawals, but we've got to make sure that the income will be there as long as we need it. Talk a little bit about what all goes into a strategy like that. Yeah, I mean, so for most of us, when we retire, we're going to need income from more than one place. Um, So that's going to be, you know, almost all of us have Social Security income. If you are fortunate enough to have any type of pension benefits, kudos to you. Um, Mm -hmm. You probably made some very smart choices to have those benefits. And then uh, for most of us, we've got to have some kind of nest egg to help fill in those gaps. And so that could be in one account, your 401k, or it could be divided in all kinds of places. Maybe you inherited some money. Maybe you've got a Roth IRA you've set up. Maybe you've got a brokerage account somewhere. And so what we need to do is we need to figure out how to pull money from all those places in the best way possible to support you. And the other thing to keep in mind is you're not just trying to take money for this month. We need consistent income. We need to make sure you never outlive that money. We need to make sure it keeps up with uh, rising prices, with inflation. And then if you're married, we need to make sure that that plan protects your spouse Mm -hmm. uh, if one of you passes away because – Expenses are going to change. Income's going to change. Your tax brackets are going to change. So there's a lot that goes into making sure you protect your loved ones as well. Yeah. So when we talk about taking income, it's not just where do you withdraw from. There's a lot of pieces to that. And that's why we always say the foundation to a successful retirement is a written retirement income plan. And uh, if you don't have a written retirement income plan, you are not alone. Uh, the vast majority of people don't have one. And uh, what we'd love to do, we offer for listeners of the show, is a no-cost, no-obligation review of your retirement income situation and help you put together a preliminary income strategy at no cost and no obligation. Call us at 803-9-RETIRE to get started. Once again, no-cost, no-obligation review by one of our advisors. To get started, call 803-9-RETIRE. That number one more time, 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We've got some more insights from Pat coming up next. Stay with us. 2024 is almost here. If you have things to get in place by December 31st, don't wait. Call Preservation Specialists right now at 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. John Farley here. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day, $15 billion a week. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is how do we pay it off? The answer, increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in the future depends on a lot of things. The team at Preservation Specialists knows what to look for. Our advisors can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as it can be. Call 803-9-RETIRE to set up a visit with an advisor at Preservation Specialists. That's 803-9-RETIRE. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now, 803-9-RETIRE. Securities offered through Arcadios Capital Member, FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth. Preservation Specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership. The team at Preservation Specialists have put together a retirement rescue kit to help you get your plan started. To get yours, text the word RETIRE to 803-973-8473 right now. That's RETIRE to 803-973-8473. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And, you know, we all know it's important to save for retirement, but the question is how do we preserve what we've saved? This is a big deal to a lot of people. More than 90% of consumers believe it's important to do something to protect their retirement assets. And that's what we want to talk about here, Pat, in this next part of the show. Now, when we talk about protected households, we're talking about families who have something like a pension or an annuity to supplement what they'll get from Social Security and retirement. 
So I wonder if you could talk about why it's so important that we find a way to get that protected income in our retirement. Yeah, I I think to me, Jen, this really comes back to, you know, it's not your grandfather's retirement anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, our parents and grandparents, you know, for most listeners, you know, retirement was on Social Security and probably a pension. And that was easy, right? There wasn't any stress. It was what they referred to as mailbox money. Hmm. Uh, They walked down to the mailbox and they knew where that money was going to be there. And in the last uh, 30 or 40 years, retirement has completely done a reversal in our country. And uh, there's going to be less and less focus on that safety net of Social Security. Certainly, pensions are disappearing, and that's going to continue. We know that. And that has fallen onto us to be our own pension managers. So this is a very important topic to think about. How do you protect your income in retirement? Um, There's been many studies that show uh, that the more – income that people have in retirement that they know they can count on, like Social Security. They have happier retirements. Um, They even have longer retirements. That The studies show when you have guaranteed income coming in, you don't want to miss out on that. (laughs) So we we live longer. And of course, you know, we always talk about our ultimate goal for our clients is to help give them peace of mind in retirement. And of course, what better way to do that than to have some type of steady protected income coming in on a monthly basis. So I think this is a a great topic to talk about. And, you know, there's a lot of different items that go along with it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those areas where we might make some assumptions or we might be a little bit off here. Let's help people understand a little bit more about whether or not their retirement income is protected, because there are some places we might put our retirement money that isn't protected. And it's important that we're aware of that when it comes to sources of income for us in retirement. So so talk a little bit about you know times when we put our money somewhere and, and it doesn't qualify as protected income like we're talking about here. Yeah. So I think that the main thing to think about here is we'll focus on your nest egg for this topic. And you know the two most common places that Americans save for retirement are in some variation of stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to someone, they were saying, well, I don't have those. I have my money in mutual funds. And so technically they were right. But if you're in mutual funds, those mutual funds are investing in stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. So, so ultimately, one way or the other, that's what I'm talking about. Now, stocks and bonds themselves aren't bad, uh, but they're not guaranteed. They're not protected. So the values can go up and down. Sure. So that can create some risk. Um, If you are young and putting money into your 401k and maybe you've seen your 401k drop for the first time, it's a very scary thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you have $1,000 in that account and you're 28, that is not nearly as risky (laughs) as if you are 65 and you don't have a job anymore and now your account drops $100,000 or $150,000. So it's a really big deal when you get into retirement age. So separating those out in a couple of ways. The first thing I'll focus on is bonds. Bonds can be very low risk, uh, but not always. Uh, We've seen bond funds lose 20 or 30% in a very short period of time. Um, So there can be a lot of risk there. And then, of course, the stock market has all kinds of risks to it. We've seen, you know, during my career, the stock market's dropped in half twice. And, uh, you know, during COVID, it dropped about a third, about 33% in 33 days, uh, which is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, Scary times. So if you're counting on that for your income, uh, you know, my first book, Save Your Retirement, one of the villains was Systematic Sammy. And the reason is that taking money systematically out of your uh, retirement nest egg, it sounds like a good idea. But if I may go into the math a little bit, (laughs) um, you know, when you're putting money into your 401k or into some type of savings, the financial term for that is dollar cost averaging. And interestingly, mathematically, it's always in your favor because if the share price goes down when you're investing, you're buying more shares of it. So you're buying, it's forcing you to buy low. So it's an interesting thing. One of the few things I learned in my finance classes in college (laughs) that I I use to this day. But what's interesting is the human brain thinks logically, well, it probably works the same way in retirement. What actually happens is it's the exact opposite. It always works to your disadvantage. And if you think about it, now let's say you're taking that $1,000 a month out you want for retirement. And if the stock price has gone down during that time to get your $1,000, you have to sell more shares. So now Hmm. you've bought high and you've sold low, which is the exact opposite of what we want to do with our money. So taking money out systematically of something that has a lot of risk to it or ups and downs or volatility is a very dangerous thing to do. So that was a long-winded answer, Jen. But what I want to say to our listeners is if you're thinking about how am I going to draw money off of my nest egg and you're thinking about, well, I have stocks and bonds or I have mutual funds and you're trying to figure out how do I make that transition, that's the perfect time to call us and chat with one of our advisors. Call us at 803 
nine retire uh, we'll give you an opportunity to do a portfolio review so you can look and see where you stand today but most importantly when you are retired and drawing income is your portfolio ready for that once again there's no cost no obligation for the listeners of the show just call us at 803 retire Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialist. That number, if it's helpful for you to hear just the numbers as you're punching that into your phone, 803-973-8473. Or as Pat said, an easy way to remember that is 803-9-RETIRE. You know, Pat, as we talk about the different places where we can put our retirement savings, talk about the challenges we might be facing if our retirement income is maybe money instead of something that's protected income. Well, this is a great topic, Jen. This has to do with either your philosophy, if you're handling your own retirement, or your Mm -hmm. advisor's philosophy. Because there's a lot of different ways to set up income in retirement. Let's say you or your advisor's philosophy is the most risk-free way possible, and you don't want any maybe money, and Mm -hmm. let's say I'm going to have it all in CDs. Well, when interest rates are, if you're getting 5 or 6%, maybe that'll work. But when interest rates are 1% or 2%, it's going to be hard to imagine you you surviving on that. The majority of our industry recommends retirement income in maybe money. They recommend you accumulate your money in the markets, and then you draw down your money in the markets. And... If the markets are always going up, then that will work great. (laughs) So uh, the problem is, if you've ever invested, you know the markets don't always go up. So that's where, uh, you know, we're talking about that dollar cost averaging or that systematic withdrawal. And this is one of those things, Jen, that I just, it's a soapbox for us. And preservation specialists is a little different. And there's nothing wrong with having money in the stock market, but we firmly believe you do not want to be taking retirement income off of maybe money. And uh, that does mean if the markets have a really long growth period, then if you're not as invested in there, you might miss out on some of those upswings. But our clients are comfortable with our philosophy, which is we're going to make absolutely sure no matter what happens, you're still getting your income and we're going to try everything we can to make sure you never run out of money. And that's the priority. And it all comes back to setting your goals. Is your number one goal to try and have the biggest pile of money or is your number one goal to try and make sure you never run out of money? Hmm. And every single client that we've ever worked with, they start nodding their head and they're saying, I want to make sure I never run out of money. And so that's where you got to get lined up with someone that matches what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Pat, for people who say, yeah, I want to make sure I don't run out of money, they're interested in some source of protected income in retirement, they still need to figure out the right option, right? That's another part of this. So can you do something like an annuity analysis, you know, maybe help people try to figure out what types of things make the most sense for their family and their situation? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what really happens, Jen, is we're trying to figure out how much income you need in retirement. And then we're trying to figure out what you already have in place. So Mm -hmm. let's say for simple math, someone wants, you know, let's say they're retiring today and after taxes and and all that, what they need in the bank is $5,000 a month that they can use and to spend. And let's say they've got social security and pensions of $4,000 $4,000 a month. So we've got a gap of $1,000. So how are we going to cover that? Mm-hmm. And some people might say, I don't want to mess with the maybe stuff. I want to know that's protected. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's not a lot of solutions. And to your point, Jen, what a lot of people do is they almost are trying to essentially create a, a personal pension with an annuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there's a lot of different kinds of annuities out there. You and I have laughed about that. And we've I think we've done shows oh, yeah. on all the different <laughs> kinds of annuities. Sure and um, But annuity is one of those terms that uh, people get a, a response, right? And you think, you know, you may have heard like, oh, someone got ripped off by an annuity or their money was tied up forever. And there's a lot of annuities that have a lot of bad characteristics. What we're talking about here is an annuity that has a lifetime income guarantee. So what you're essentially doing is you're saying, I want to take a chunk of my nest egg, which is all maybe money right now, and I want to shift a portion of it into an annuity that has a lifetime income guarantee. So I'm shifting it from maybe money to protected money. And of course, where annuities get a bad rap is you might have an annuity salesman who tells you to put all your money into an annuity. And of course, that's not what we do or what we recommend. What we're trying to figure out is how to help you solve for that problem that you have. So in that hypothetical example, I've got someone who has $1,000 a month gap that they're trying to fill. So we want to, in that case, to solve that problem, we might need to put $1,000, you know, to mm-hmm. generate money to generate $1,000 a month out of an annuity. So, and are annuities right for everyone? Absolutely not. Uh, but what we're talking about here is we're trying to help you figure out how do we create that uh, written 
retirement income plan for you so you know where your money is coming from? And how do we make sure that your income is covered so you don't have to worry about maybes, you don't have to worry about that next stock market crash or if the bonds you have are safe enough or anything like that. So if you have any curiosity about that or if you're not sure if you're going to have enough protected income, call us 803-9-RETIRE. That would be an annuity analysis we can run for you. Also, a preliminary uh, written retirement income plan that our advisors can put together depending on what is the best fit for you. For listeners of the show, we offer those at no cost and no obligation. To take advantage, once again, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Now, most people believe it's important to take steps to help protect their retirement savings. That's good news, but it's not all the story. So we'll get into a little bit more on the other side. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. Schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review. Call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rezac alongside Now, most people believe it's important to take steps to help protect their retirement savings. Of course, that is good news. But unfortunately, people still do things like make assumptions about their financial future and they're failing to see some of the gaps in their strategy. And I'll tell you what I found, Pat. The Center for Retirement Research at Boston College found that 28% of all households wrongly assume that they're prepared for retirement and 32% of high-earning households are the most overconfident. So, you know, we want to be confident, but overconfidence when it comes to our retirement finances, that could be a problem. Yeah, and, and it really speaks to the idea, Jen, that it's so hard to find middle ground in life in, yeah. in any, any case, right? And I think that if I could think of all the hundreds or thousands of people I've met with and talked about their retirement, the majority of the people I've talked to have been lacking in confidence or mm-hmm. underconfident. Is that yeah. <laughs> I guess unconfident? And, <laughs> Just uncomfort. and so, it is. which yeah. So I guess that that matches these numbers because twenty eight and thirty two percent are significant numbers, but they're still not the majority. Yeah, and, that's um, true. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that I could see that. And uh, of course, we'd love for everyone to have the exact appropriate amount of confidence, but that's very hard to do. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of people, I don't want this to sound too self-serving, but the most common comment that people make about coming in is they say, I wish I would have done this years ago. And I think that's why. I think it helps them, if you're overconfident or underconfident, talking to an independent advisor who's going to shoot straight with you, I think it's going to help bring you into that middle ground because our goal is just to help you, you know, kind of see where you stand. And, uh, and hopefully that's a, that's a positive thing Yeah, uh, when people come in and talk to our advisors. Yeah. Well, and that kind of leads me into my next question. Just what should we consider doing to help make sure we aren't making too many assumptions with how long our savings will last? I mean, does it start with a, a conversation or some sort of analysis? Yeah. I think the majority of people that are hire, have hired us, Jen, are too overwhelmed to do that on their own. You know, they're what they're doing is they're they're doing the hardest work of all, which is they're working and they're they're saving and accumulating. And then as they're getting, you know, a year, two years, five years or plus from retirement, they're seeking out professional guidance. Um, so, and that, of course, we're going to help them, you know, do that with our projection software and all the things that you and I talk about <laughs> here on uh, every weekend. Mm-hmm. And now if someone's doing it on their own, um, you know, I don't know if that's, you know, spreadsheets uh, or, <laughs> you know, we've, we've laughed about, you know, solving problems by by searching Google. That's a, that's a very dangerous game to play oh, yeah. uh, as far as figuring out how, how long your money is going to last. But yeah, I mean, it's that's a different thing for each individual person. And that's why we always talk about planning, right? I mean, you want to have a plan for your retirement. And the most important thing to have is a plan for your income in retirement. Because if you don't have that, I don't know how you're going to be confident when yeah. you when you um, tell your employers you're going to retire. Right. Well, and you know, so many people still don't have that written financial plan. Only about 25% of Americans say they have one. So, 
you know, that means most of us don't have that specific financial plan. And I think, Pat, a lot of people aren't even sure what we mean when we talk about this, having an income plan for your retirement. It's very easy for us to say this and to say, oh, get that plan in place. But maybe break it down for our listeners today. Explain what all goes into that retirement income plan that it's important we have. Yeah. So I think, you know, there's there's two angles I'll take there. The first one is, like I always say, the number one thing with anything with your finances, just like anything in life, is let's let's look at your goals first. 99 times out of 100, when we're talking to someone, their goals are to figure out when they can retire and how to make sure they don't outlive their money. So we're all on the same page there, but mm-hmm. we need to make sure that those are your goals. Mm-hmm. So there's four things we want out of that income plan. We all want that income to be consistent and reliable uh, because the last thing you want to do is have you know money that's dependent on the stock market and the market crashes, and you don't want me to call you up and say, well, that income is not coming this month, but hopefully it'll be back next month. right? That yeah. doesn't. I've never met anyone that's fine with that. So nope. that's number one. Number two is making sure you don't outlive your money. So we're going we're gonna to make sure that you know, it lasts a long time. Number three is it's got to keep up with rising prices. You know, we've had a lot of inflation over the years. Um, and so you've you got to make sure that it's going to keep up because obviously, you know, if your income doesn't increase as costs do, then you're taking a pay cut all the time. And then the fourth step is if you're married, we need to have a protection plan uh, if one of you passes away uh, because things are going to change your income and expenses, even your tax brackets all change in that case. So those are the actual things we're trying to accomplish with that written retirement income plan. Now, how do we actually create it? We need to figure out what you're trying to accomplish, which is when do you want to retire and try and figure out about how much you're going to need to spend um, in retirement. And then we're going to look back and look at all the different resources you have. Um, So the main ones we're going to look at is your social security benefits if you have a pension, and then what does your nest egg look like? And so now we can take all of those components and start piecing it together. And one of the things we do, Jen, for anyone who comes in and sits down with one of our planners is we'll kind of go through that preliminary first step. Um, We do not charge anything for that. And I think that's where we've had a lot of people say, man, I wish I would have done this sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, sometimes they're overconfident, like you mentioned (laughs) earlier, uh, which is not fun. You know, if they're thinking they're ready and we have to say, hey, I'm really sorry, but I think you got a little more work to do. Uh, But a lot of times people are you know, not giving themselves enough credit. And they're really worried that they're not going to be able to get there. And even that preliminary uh, plan, we can kind of show them, hey, I think you're in really good shape. And, you know, if we do a more comprehensive plan, maybe we can really, really see that. So that's the whole goal by having an income plan. And even that preliminary one can give you a lot of peace of mind. So if you'd like to take advantage of that offer, once again, no cost and no obligation to listeners of the show, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, that's a chance to get a preliminary income plan, help you see if you're on track or ready to go for retirement. No cost and no obligation. Call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside talking today about the importance of finding ways to get that protected income in retirement. And Pat, you used a phrase earlier, you said mailbox money. Now, <laughs> I do I do just have to say this. Um, obviously, times have changed. We wouldn't necessarily call it mailbox money. But do you know that my father still gets a physical paycheck that he delivers to the bank for his paycheck? Are you kidding me? He likes being able to do that. He he is one of those people that would still say mailbox money. Yeah, he doesn't That's do awesome. direct deposit. He's not going to do that. But well, he also <laughs> keeps the tellers from getting lonely. That's right, sitting at the bank by themselves. You, right, you got to go visit with them. You got to sign that check and do that deposit. But yeah, very old That's school. Great. Very yeah. old school, right there. I just had to throw it out there because most of us <laughs> do it. It's not mailbox money anymore. It's direct deposit money or, or something else. But <laughs> but the, the point is, it's regular. We can count on it. We know it's going to be there. We know when it's going to be there. And we have a pretty good idea of how much is going to be there. And a lot of us are so used to that, we would like to see that continue once we get into retirement. So how can you help somebody find more confidence with their income picture in retirement so they have that same feeling of assurance that it's going to be there like clockwork, just like it has been during their working years? Yeah, I mean that's that's really what our whole world is about, Jen. Yeah. Um, giving people more confidence in their retirement income, and it comes in a lot of places. It comes from having the plan. It comes from you know when you hire uh, experts, and that, this is what we do for a living. So many people 
I feel like they have this weight on their shoulders and it's the proverbial like handing it off to mm. us, you know? Mm -hmm. But what's awesome about that is it feels so heavy to them where it's much lighter for us because this is what we do all the time. And so we have an expertise in it. And, um, you know, I, I've had a number of clients that have, you know, we've scheduled uh, updates of maybe a few months before their retirement and they'll come in and I just see this worried look on their face and I'd say, what's wrong? I said, well, we got to figure out this and this and this and this. And I'd say, y'all, that's what I, that's what I'm doing for you. You don't have yeah. to worry about that. And then just to see the relief on their faces, you yeah. know? So, um, so having a planner that's watching out for everything for you, having a plan, um, knowing where your income is going to come from, uh, because most of us have no training in that. So mm -hmm. I, I have very intelligent, very successful people that come in and they've, maybe they've been great savers and they've got, you know, maybe even millions of dollars in their nest egg. And they're saying, I feel like we're doing pretty well, but I have no idea how this is going to turn into my retirement. Yeah. And so that plan really gives that confidence. And then the last piece I'll add to all of that, Janet, and we've touched on this a little bit today, is how much of it do you know you have some kind of protection for? Um, now, social nothing is guaranteed in life, and, and we all have concerns about Social Security and its funding, but – Everyone has gotten their Social Security when they were supposed to yeah. so far, yeah. and I think that'll probably continue for a while, and we'll see what happens in the future, but at least right now we know we can count on that. Mm -hmm. uh, pensions have some risk to them, but there's also some some protection and guarantees there. And then we've talked a little bit about how there are other places you can put some of your nest egg where you're going to have some guarantees, like uh, an annuity with a um, lifetime income guarantee. Uh, beyond that, we want to avoid the things that have the most risk. Um, you use the term maybe money, which I like, um, mm -hmm. you know, so if your retirement's tied solely to the stock market, that's a maybe because some days it's going to be fine. Some days it's not. Uh, we like going beyond things like annuities. We like investments that pay, you know, monthly dividends. So mm -hmm. maybe there's something that's paying five, six, seven, eight percent. Uh, on an annual basis. And so you're not worried about what the share price is, you know, from time to time. It's If it's going up, it's going down. You're getting that deposit that's, that's helping fund your income. So I think all of those pieces together can create a lot more confidence. So you're not just laying there wondering, well, I hope the stock market recovers. So I'm getting my income this month. Right, right. So Pat, for people who have questions about this, they want to start figuring out uh, what's going on with my income situation, what what steps do I need to take to move forward? Walk us through the process of what this looks like as we are trying to determine the options for protected income and retirement for us, or, or maybe even other areas of retirement that, that we might be concerned about. Yeah, I would definitely recommend um, that our listeners um, call us and schedule a retirement review with one of our planners. And that's for most people that are coming for a retirement review. This is exactly what they're talking about. We're always starting with you, what you're trying to accomplish. You know, do you have a do you have a date and age in mind for when you want to retire? Um, and then we'll help you figure out a lot of people don't know how much they want to spend or need to spend. They just know what they want to do. So we'll help them help you work that out, trying to figure that out financially. And then we'll talk about what are all the resources you have. And for a lot of people, you got more than you realize. So that's your social security, that's your pension, that's your nest egg, all those different types of things. And then that's where we're going to kind of piece that together and figure out where you're at. Maybe the plan is exactly right the way it is. Um, a lot of times there's ways we can optimize it or we can make some adjustments or improvements. Maybe we can find ways to earn you a little more return. Maybe we can find ways to protect more of your income. Maybe we can find ways to lower your taxes. Um, maybe there's gaps, you know, in some of your insurance or your state plan, your your legal documents. Maybe we can help resolve those, close those gaps, um, which each, every single one of those things I just listed hopefully provides some peace of mind as you're kind of going through all that planning. So so we really think there's just a lot of different areas there um, that can all be looked at during that retirement review. And again, Jen, we offer that specifically for listeners of the show at no cost and no obligation. All you do to get started is call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, to get started, just call us at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. Have you ever heard of the income-related monthly adjustment amount, or IRMA, before? Well, don't feel bad. Most people haven't either. IRMA is a surcharge to the cost of Part B and Part D premiums for individuals based on their income from two years ago. If your income was above 87000 as a single person or 174000 if you're married, you'll receive an IRMA charge. I won't get into all the details, but no, Irma can add about $70 to about $425 per month to your cost depending on your income. 
So if you have a higher income or sold a property, received a bonus or deferred compensation, you may run into this. Please know there is a process to reduce or eliminate these costs once you're on Medicare. If your income will be less in retirement than it was two years ago, then it makes sense to appeal this charge. Your financial planner can also show you ways to reduce your taxable income prior to retirement, which helps reduce or eliminate these charges before they happen. Please take some time to understand your Medicare options. Medicare, properly designed, would be the best insurance you ever had. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, Call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And Pat gets questions each and every week about all things retirement. And this is one of my favorite segments in this show is when we take some time to open up our mailbag and go through some of those questions and get some answers from Pat We know you get questions about all sorts of things retirement-related. So, Pat, we have a great collection of them here. So uh, let's dive in. What do you say? Yeah, it sounds great. All right. First up, our first question is from Vince in Lexington who wants to know about Social Security in the future. He says, if I listen to the news, I'm not sure if I should count on this for my retirement or not. So, gosh, that's a big question. (laughs) <laughs> it is a big question, and and uh, Jen, I, I would say uh, I apologize to all the other questions because I can just talk for hours on this subject. So, uh, <laughs> well, the clock is ticking. You can't. yes, here we go. Okay, so Vince, thank you for the question. If we were sitting here talking, my first question back would be, "How old are you?" Because I think that's right. very relevant to you know what Social Security is going to be now. I don't have any reason to believe Social Security is going to disappear or be worthless by any means. Uh, most projections show that there's going to be problems somewhere in the next 10 or 20 years with funding all of the promises, but that's based on current rules. And of course, the laws can change. You know, how they fund Social Security can change. There's so many different levers that can be applied. The one thing I will say is Social Security is an important promise from the government. Obviously, it's a promise that they provide us based on us paying our taxes into it. The one thing that bothers me is there's often discussion of a $2 trillion trust fund of Social Security. You know, if you close your eyes and imagine like the big bank vault, right? And you said that's the Social Security trust fund. If, if someone had the code and they opened it up, there wouldn't be a big pile of cash there. There'd be a little piece of paper oh. that says IOU oh, no. from, from the federal government because they've spent the $2 trillion. It's gone. Now, I used to worry about that. Um, but with our government and with our politicians, the way they spend right now, they'll just come up with $2 trillion from somewhere. So I guess it's not that big of a deal, right? But um, the reality is Social Security is a massive financial problem for our country because the math doesn't work uh, because it's essentially like a pyramid scheme and we don't have enough people to continue funding. And the start of that challenge is the baby boom generation is just so enormous. So we have all these people coming into retirement right now. We don't have more people funding the taxes. So that's a problem. And so the government's going to have to figure out what to do about that. Now, right now, depending on your income, you can have none of your Social Security taxed, or it can be up to 85% of it can be taxed. Uh, so I think uh, that's an example of somewhere where, where the politicians would probably go quickly and say, well, if someone you know is a wealthy person or has a lot of money in their IRA or whatever rules they decide to make up, we should be able to tax the whole amount of your Social Security. So you're still getting the same amount every month. You're just keeping less of it, if that makes sense. So that's one of the things that we think would happen. And then certainly, if you are of retirement age or receiving Social Security right now, I don't think anyone thinks those benefits are going to be cut dramatically. But as you get younger and younger, do I think Social Security will be exactly like it is now when I get there? No, I don't think so. Um, For my kids, I certainly don't think so. Um, So that depends on if you're doing your own planning or you're working with your planner. One of the things we do, Jen, is if someone is still quite a bit of ways away from retirement, we do ask them, do you want 
want us to put a reduction on your social security just mm -hmm. so that we're not over assuming. So I think those are, it's a really, really good question. It's a complicated topic. And uh, hopefully there's some good food for thought there. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, when I go through and I do my little calculator, I have completely factored out Social Security as an income source. I, I just say, don't think about it. If it's there, that's fantastic. But yeah, I've kind of I've kind of checked out myself. <laughs> well, and that's I mean, that's awesome because there probably will be something. So then it's just gravy for you. Right. You know what Which I mean? Is what um, I'm I love gravy. As a, uh, yeah. <laughs> but obviously, if you were assuming there'd be $3,000 a month and then you end up getting $1,000 a month, that's a huge, huge hole in your retirement as opposed to assuming nothing and getting $1,000 a month and saying, hey, cool, we got something. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So I got my second opinion from you and now I feel better. So <laughs> I great. love it. Great. All right. So let's move on next to Roy in Columbia, who has a question about his pension plan. He was reviewing it and looks like the option he chose as a new employee might not provide much for his wife if he dies first. So now Roy's, uh, he doesn't say he's panicking, but I feel like maybe he <laughs> is because he says, is there anything I can do to make this right? Or is there anything I can set up so she can still have an income if he dies first? Okay. So now it sounds like Roy is retired now. So obviously that means there's nothing we could do to go back to the employer because uh, that, that is typically yes. a an irrevocable choice. So one of the things I love about the, uh, Roy asking this question is it brings to mind what is involved in actually making sure your income is set up properly in retirement because it sounds simple. It sounds like, well, I just need enough money to enjoy my retirement. That's, so it's like one thing, right? But uh, we actually look at it as four different steps. So the first thing is your income needs to be steady and reliable, which sounds like a, well, duh, Pat. But um, you know, a lot of people think they're going to take their income off of a stock market portfolio in retirement. And that's a problem because we can't predict if that's going to be stable or reliable. So that's right. number one. Number two is we have to account for inflation because things are going to get more expensive. Number three is we have to make sure your income lasts as long as you do. And then the fourth one brings to Roy's point, we need to make sure if you're married, if one of the spouses passes away, the surviving spouse is going to be okay. So first, thank you, Roy, for the question. It's an important topic. Secondly, um, good for you for being a good steward for your family, um, because typically when we're working with couples, they do want to uh, protect each other, and that's really, really important. Now, how do we do that? Well, that's where you would, in an ideal scenario, you'd be working with a comprehensive planner like us, and we're going to look at what type of spending are you doing in retirement and what are all the resources that you have. And then there are ways to help protect her. So one thing you can do is, are you still carrying any life insurance? Um, if you're carrying life insurance, um, generally speaking, that's going to be paid out to her tax-free if you pass away, and then you can generate a nice income off of that lump sum of money. That's one option. Another option is looking at annuities. Uh, if you have a nest egg, setting up a portion of your nest egg in an annuity that can turn on income when you pass away that's guaranteed for her life is a tremendous opportunity. We have a number of clients that either don't have that spousal protection on their pension or maybe they don't even have a pension. And what they end up doing is they end up taking a chunk of their nest egg, like their 401k or something, and they end up putting it into an annuity. And that annuity just defers with the thought process that the longer that um, the spouse remains living, then the higher that income is gonna be for the surviving spouse. Those are a couple of ways that we would probably tackle that initially. And there's others, of course. Um, but I, I think uh, one another example would be if you have a mortgage on your house, um, are there strategies we can use to try and pay that off? Because that's one less thing that your surviving spouse would have to worry about. So there's a lot of different ways to get to it. But hopefully, Jen, that makes sense. There's a, there's a few kind of primary uh, targets that we would look at in that scenario. All right. Appreciate the, the response there. And again, Roy, uh, thank you for the question. Diana and Chapin, writes that she found a box of statements when cleaning out the closet and realizes she has no idea how much money is in their different accounts. She manages the checking account because she pays the bills. She buys the groceries, those types of things. But she doesn't know what else uh, is going on with their financial picture and what else her husband is managing. So she's wondering what should she do? And I have to say, Pat, I relate with Diana. This, mm -hmm. this is me. I take care of the bills. I manage the checking account. Uh, but I do not have my hands in the other assets that we have. 
Yeah, this is so incredibly common, Jen. I, I will say, uh, and hopefully you feel good about this, Jen. Um, I find a lot of times people have a lot of guilt about this. Like they feel like, you know, uh, let's use this example. The husband, um, you know, maybe m made to feel like he's hiding information from his wife mm -hmm. and the wife feels guilty because she's not pushing to get more information. Right. And the first thing I would say is this isn't ideal to not have any idea what's going on, of course. Right, <laughs> but right. uh, however, um, I will also say, like, I really believe this is part of, you know, God's plan is is not for us to marry our you know, someone who's our identical copy, right? Uh, mm -hmm. we, we drive each other crazy, uh, maybe even more so than we do now. Uh, what we do is we find each other that are opposites. Opposites truly attract. And uh, that means we have different skills. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with one person being the primary on in certain areas of our lives. So right. that part I think is fine. Now, how do we improve the situation? Well, um, I actually, at my church uh, a number of years ago, I was kind of the host for a, a Dave Ramsey uh, financial peace class. And of course, the financial items he went through, I already knew everything there. But what I found most fascinating was he talked about if you are married, um, how you talk about money with your spouse. And really, it's as simple as having some kind of summary and an agreement that we're going to talk about this occasionally, hmm. once a month, once a quarter, once a year, something to say, hey, here's where we stand with this. And it really, it doesn't have to be that complicated, but what it can do is it can allow both of you to just have a better idea of what's going on. And I think it's a really cool, simple way to make everyone feel more comfortable with where you stand. Yeah, that, that's such a great idea. And I think you're right, Pat. It doesn't always come from an area of he's trying to keep you out of it. Like in, mm. in our family, it's dividing and conquering, right? Yes. It, it's too yes. much for one of us to deal with with all of it. So I have my tasks and he has his, but we can't totally check out. We, we both still need to know if something were to happen to me, he needs to know right. what's due when. And I, and if something happens to him, I need to know how to access some of this, these other accounts. So it's, it's not necessarily somebody keeping something from you. Right. Sometimes it's a function of how your marriage just works. You divide and conquer. Well, and divide and conquer is a great term to use because imagine if you both were trying to be fully involved in all of those things oh and in everything else in your lives. Not only would you drive each other crazy, but you wouldn't have time to sleep. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's just too much to do. So, I'm, I'm getting a migraine just thinking about it. So let's, <laughs> let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Last one here real quickly. Uh, Nancy and Forest Acres discussing the future. She's worried about needing some type of care later on and does not want the kids to be stuck making all those decisions, how can they learn more about the options so they can start planning now? And that's a, a good one right there. Start planning now. Yeah, you're right, Jen. You answered it for me. So, yeah, it's one of those things where this is everyone always loves to talk about making money and investing and all that kind of stuff. No one ever wants to talk about what if I get sick or what if I pass away. So the reality is a lot of us get sick at some point in our lives. We just need a plan for it. And by the way, there's not a, you know, there's not a simple button we press with a simple solution. I can't tell you everyone should do this one thing because there is no one thing. There's a lot of different choices. That's why we have decided to create our business as a comprehensive planning company because the different care uh, solutions are one of the five areas in a comprehensive retirement plan. And that's why that's part of the planning that we do. So uh, if you're not sure if you have a plan together or if you're not sure what would happen and you're concerned about that, it's a great reason to call us and get started with your five-step retirement review. You can start now by calling 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803 Nine retire. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. We're so glad you spent some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Securities offered through Arcadios Capital, member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth. Preservation specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership.